We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What is up and welcome to the Uncontested Podcast post-game edition coming to you live Friday, February 23rd as the Thunder completely dismantle the Washington Wizards 147 to 106. We're probably brought to you by the Blue Wire Podcast Network and our friends over at the Social Order, including Spark OKC and Dave's Hot Chicken. You went to the game tonight. I hope you stopped at one of those spots and got yourself a wonderful, wonderful dinner tonight. I'm your host for the evening, Jacob Niffen. I got my sidekick, Taylor Peterson TPs with me tonight. Taking care of business every day. Taking care of business every way. Thank you, Taylor. If you are in the live stream tonight, thank you so much for joining us. Glad to see you guys here. Get your questions, your comments, your hot takes in. We'll read some of them tonight. You know what, Taylor? It's a Friday night. The Thunder are great. I'm feeling generous. I'm going to choose the best three comments from the stream tonight. And if you are one of the best three that uh, I will unbiasedly choose, I will be very biased in my choosing, Uh, I'm going to mail you out some stickers. We've got Listen to the Uncontested and Thunder Till I Die. So uh, get your questions, comments, takes, whatever in the chat. I'm going to send out some stickers tonight. Thank you guys for tuning into YouTube. Hit that like button if you wouldn't mind, please. It means a ton to us. If you're listening to the podcast version of this over the weekend, what's up? Happy weekend. The Thunder are awesome. Thanks for tuning in. You can catch us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, all your social media channels. Taylor, I would be remiss if we started this podcast out with anything more than a vigil to my son, 
my best friend, my mentor, our Serbian prince. My some people pray to Jesus Christ, some pray to Allah. And us true believers pray to one Alexei Pokushevsky, the Poku Nectar, the twin in the twin towers. Our Serbian king <laughs> is gone. Waved today by the Oklahoma City Thunder. Did he wave back? I hope so. He waved into the sunset as uh, as my life has ended. What what do I have to live for? My therapy session next week uh, just got a lot longer. Dublin, just understanding why they wave Poku. Doubling up on the on the depression uh. meds over the weekend. Uh, Poku is gone. No interesting timing. I assume they tried to trade him at the deadline and they couldn't find a deal where they didn't have to pay to get off of him. Um, so they part ways now. So Poku can find another team. I think he will be in the NBA next season. I think somebody will give him an opportunity. This does open up a roster spot for the Oklahoma city thunder. They have to sign somebody by March 1st for them to be eligible for the playoffs. So I would be on the lookout for that. Crazy it's, to think about given this team's depth. I know. Like, it, and obviously I have so many avenues to sign a player easily or promote a player from a two way, which we'll probably get into, but I just, uh, yeah, it is kind of weird to think about when we were talking about how deep this team is. And now we're looking at having to sign a player here in two weeks. Yep. Um, they will no longer have a cap hold for Alexei Pokashevsky this summer, which opens up a little more cap space. Interesting little financial move there. But an ode to Poku. We love you. We miss you. Poku forever. All right, let's talk about this basketball game, Taylor. Uh, the Thunder come in on the second game of a back-to-back. Washington was also on the second game of a back-to-back. And when 147 to 106, they had 80 points at halftime on 73-72-60 shooting splits. That's 73% from the field, 72% from three, 60% from the free throw line. Just an absolutely absurd performance. Um, the Thunder are a very, very good basketball team. The Wizards are a very, very bad basketball team. The Wizards also down arguably their best player in Denny Avdia tonight. And things just went downhill. They kept it a little competitive in the first quarter. And then with about four minutes left, the Thunder just put their foot down on the gas. And this was a, a boat race after that. They hold the Wizards... Uh, to only 49 points in the second half. And, I mean, I don't even know what the story of the game is, Taylor, besides <laughs> the Thunder just absolutely beat their ass. That's why I started with my little, uh, what would you call that, impromptu uh, little little music I had there <laughs> at the beginning of the podcast, a little intro I had because they took care of business which is so great to see on the second night of a back-to-back. They just absolutely dominated. Uh, to your point, Jacob, I think – I can't remember what they had in the first quarter now. I thought I had that in my notes. I do not, but they tied a career – or sorry, a uh, franchise record for most points in the first quarter. Mm-hmm. They kept it way too close in the first. I think they were only up by like eight or so, something like that, and I thought they should have been up by about 20. And then heading into halftime, they got closer and closer to that, and in the third quarter, they just absolutely slammed the door 
on the Wizards. And there was just so many players across the board who contributed to that tonight. Obviously, the starters were all fantastic through about three quarters. And then you had so many great contributions off the bench, which we'll get into as well. So again, just so great to see this team respond on the second night of a back-to-back, even if it was at home and they quite literally took care of business. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is, right? Like, these are the type of games you just have to come out and win. They absolutely did that. Any player performance? Well, we're going to start here, Taylor. There's a lot of player performances we could talk about. I want to start with Josh Giddy. The Wizards started with their center guarding Josh Giddy and played off of him and ignored him. But I thought Josh had a very good game tonight. Uh, a little bit of context, the Wizards are a very bad team, right? I think that you ha- you have to mention that in this sentence. But a very good showing from Josh. I thought last night he played hard, but wasn't good. Tonight, I thought he played hard, and he was good. He ends the night uh, shooting five of eight from the field for 12 points. He was one of two from three. Seven rebounds, three assists, the steal, two blocks. I thought defensively, he really battled. Um, was every single minute that he was on the court good? No, but it's not that way for any player. Uh, There were some hiccups here and there, but I thought it was a good performance from him tonight. Uh, Hopefully he can continue to build on good performances. That's been the thing is he'll have a performance that you're like, there it is, Josh. And then it goes away and it's just the consistency isn't there. Maybe playing more minutes with that bench unit where he can be a little more on ball. Because he plays really good when he can get a ball screen and play in traffic in the lane. Like, that's where he's at his best. And I wonder if playing it with the bench unit a little more helps him do that. Good game by him tonight. And I'm hoping that we get to see more of that moving forward. The big thing for him is finding consistency. It would be huge for him to do that down the stretch here before the playoffs. Could not agree more. Com- yeah, like compounding off these performances is the biggest thing for Giddy. And there was a stretch there. I mean, he he played, he has some really good minutes there early in the first quarter. And then the second quarter, he comes in, he uh, drives through the rim, gets fouled. He misses both free throws, I believe. And in the very next possession, he comes down just with an absolute wild, out-of-control drive, throws up some random shot that he completely missed the rim on. And I think I tweeted at that point, like just with train wreck, because that's what we've seen from Giddy so far this season. But he comes back in that second half to your point Jake Evan played so much more poised just with confidence that's the biggest thing for Giddy we know Mm -hmm. the kind of player he is you and I talked about this last night on last night's podcast Um, the confidence is key he started making those floaters uh, being a little more assertive and a little more decisive with those drives and those shots that he was taking and that translated really well also defensively as you mentioned is, is something to keep an eye on Hopefully it's not just the Wizards, you know, like we'll see how he performs against some better competition on the, on the defensive end of the floor, but just a really solid overall kind of bounce back game for Josh Gideon with you. Yep. So hopefully he'll find consistency. Um, just I am getting exhausted by the Giddy discourse. Um, I don't want to engage with it anymore. Like I've said my piece, if people think differently, like listen to the show. Hope the kid can string them together and get back to a good place 
because this team needs him and this team is better when he is playing well. Um, also got to talk about Chet Holmgren. Chet was phenomenal. Uh, my, our guy, Derek Parker, DP, had a tweet tonight that said, masked LeBron, hoodie mellow, untucked Kyrie, and fresh legs Chet. <laughs> because coming out of the All-Star break, that man has been a freaking maniac. Tonight, Chet, in 23 minutes... Took 14 shots, 11 of 14 from the field, 2 of 5 from 3, 25 points, 10 rebounds, 2 blocks, and I would argue uh, contested, altered, or uh, just straight up denied so many attempts at the rim. Somebody, I forget who it was. Somebody tweeted at us today making fun of us because we talked about how good Chet is at um, flipping his hips. And it made me think of that... Uh, that drop it low and let me see your hips swing song. <laughs> uh, I think we need to put that, that was it, song. No, it wasn't to roll. Who was that? Like, let if me some, see if your in hips the comments, swing. If someone I in the comments you. knows uh, who, who <laughs> the awesome. artist of that song is, uh, drop it for us. Um, we, need, we need to make a, a Chet defensive highlight reel to that music. I think that'd be perfect. <laughs> um, he's come out just insanely effective he was 17 10 3 and 3 last night tonight like i mentioned he's 25 10 zero assists two blocks um thought he should have had a third there i think they took another one away from him which is crazy yeah uh smoots got us it was savage 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 there we go um just insanely impressive stuff I don't know if the door is still open on Rookie of the Year because everybody is so obsessed with Wemby now. Chet's doing some special stuff on a team where he doesn't get as many opportunities and the stakes are much, much, much higher in comparison to Wemby, who's freaking awesome. Don't get me wrong. But like Wemby has the ultimate green light. And regardless of Wemby does, it doesn't matter. There's like there's no pressure in San Antonio because they suck. I don't know if the door is still open for a Chet Rookie of the Year push, uh, but these first two games are very, very impressive. Their next one is Sunday night against the Houston Rockets. And as our... That'll be a fun matchup. As our uh, good friend Nicholas Crane would say, <laughs> he's going to make Shingoon look like a little boy. I sure hope so. You mentioned those stats, Jacob. That's all in only 23 minutes. It's not like you play the entirety of the game. He didn't see the four in the fourth quarter like a lot of the Thunder stars did not, as they should not have, because the Thunder took care of business. Um, this is from Stat Muse. He's the first rookie of the season with 25 points, 10 rebounds, shooting 75% from the four. I mean, he just was incredibly efficient. Just an absolute dominant game from Chet Holmgren. Uh, and, and like we talked about last night, I, I just two incredibly impressive performances back-to-back on both ends of the floor, even if he's not getting the, the box uh, on the stat sheet, the amount of shots that he's turning at the rim. I mean, you cannot say enough about that. And uh, it, it forced the wizards into some, a, a ton of forced outside shots. They're obviously not a great outside shooting team or a, a great shooting team from outside. And I mean, Chet played a huge role in that. Yeah. Um, the Thunder played everybody tonight. If you had a pulse, you got into this game. 
because it was <laughs> just such an ass beating. Um, Jacob almost got called it called in. I, hey, I'll they go told him to be on standby. I'll go down there and uh, and put in some minutes. Don't put it past me. <laughs> um, sorry, I'm checking in on this uh, because I'm interested in the Rockets Suns game. Uh, looks like the Rockets are going to win. They're up three with the ball with five seconds left. Um, the Suns are not going to get the turnover, and that game is over. Okay, sorry. Quick aside, uh, you guys uh, do not care about that at all. You, If you're listening <laughs> to the podcast version of this, this game ended well, a long they, time they ago. They probably do because it's the Rockets and yeah. also the Suns, who are a competitive team in the Western Conference. Um I yep. guess before we get into some like big key players off the bench. Well, hey, hey, before we go whichever direction you're taking us, we're going to take a break real quick. And before we do that, I want to tell you guys real quickly about Dave's Hot Chicken, the East Hollywood pop-up sensation that turned fast casual superstar. Dave's Hot Chicken is now serving Oklahoma and Bricktown, Edmond, and they're about to be in Chisholm Creek. Their mouth-watering sliders and tenders are offered at seven spice levels, ranging from snow spice to reaper. The reaper, you got to sign a sign a waiver. Which is, is it like snowing? When snow you the... spice. The snow spice. Uh, each piece of hand-breaded chicken is spiced to order using a blend specifically crafted for its heat level or no spice at all, along with sides like house-made kale slaw, creamy mac and cheese, crispy seasoned fries, and the new. Dave's Not Chicken. That would be cauliflower slices that taste just like Dave's Hot Chicken, but they're not. Visit Dave's Hot Chicken in Bricktown right next to Fuzzy's Taco Shop before or after the next Thunder home game. Hope you guys showed out at Dave's tonight before the Thunder took on the Wizards if you went to the game tonight. Um, Love Dave's. I'm a, a, I like to kind of mix it up with a little bit of a medium. I usually go with the sliders. I go medium and then a hot slider. Um, because those that that hot hot spice scale is nothing to mess with. Be a little careful, um, and, and just incredible. Yeah, uh, I go the tenders, and mm. they're they're big old pieces of chicken. Like a two piece, I eat a lot of food, and a two piece <laughs> will take care of you. We're gonna take a break. We'll be back on the other side to talk more about this game. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So, Jacob, before we get into some of the bench players who I thought were just phenomenal tonight, looking back at the starters, we talked about Chet. 
the bench players were phenomenal, partially because the Wizards bench probably couldn't <laughs> doesn't run, exist. Probably couldn't win some run at the Y in Oklahoma City. Yeah, yeah, they had a G League team out there with the second unit. Um, that being said, some of those bench players got minutes with some of the starters, and I thought they looked fantastic. But before we do that, I mean Shea, another thirty point night, barely points it out, Taylor. Got barely the 30th on that point free throw. Fourteen seconds left in the third, and it we was knew close. he wasn't going to play the fourth. 30 points, 7 rebounds, 9 assists, 10 of 17 from the 4. Only 1 of 3 from 3, which is crazy because that one, I mean, he had another great 3-point. I actually think this one was a catch-and-shoot 3-point attempt, but I felt like he had more than that. Uh, And then had one steal, one block, just typical Shea things, doing his thing, going out there, uh, getting some some cardio and casually dropping 30, flirting with a triple-double and being one of the best players in the league on the defensive end of the floor. He never, <laughs> like, scores, like, a 50-piece. But he is going to get you 30 every single night. Every out. single night. Taylor, I don't believe this is factoring in. Um, well, after tonight, how many wins do they have? 39. Okay, 39, this, is fa- this is factoring in tonight, then. He has 55, 37 and a half, 88 splits. <laughs> there is a chance that because the three point, per, uh, not percentage, but the three point attempts are so low, he could be 50, 40, 90 this season. The only other Thunder player to do that in, in Thunder history is Kevin Durant. Uh, I believe it was the year before. This is off the top of my head. Don't quote me on this. Was it the year before his MVP year? I don't think he did it his MVP year. But still, I mean, that's just absolutely absurd. Yeah. There are so many, so few players in the league who have actually have done that. Like you said, if Shea's on the court and he's healthy, you're getting 30, 30 points. You're getting and, 30. and you're probably getting, you're also getting more uh, than two stocks, steals and blocks. Just absolutely absurd what he's doing on both ends of the floor. He he has been absolutely awesome. Um, I mean, we could go player by player down this box score. I do not want to do that. Uh, two other takeaways that I had, uh, and you were kind of leading that way with mentioning the bench players. Before we get there, though, let's take our second break of the night so that way we can just talk about the bench as a whole before we get out of here. As we head into the second break, though, Got to tell you guys about Spark. Spark Joy at Scissor Tail Park's family-friendly joint, Spark. Dive into their menu of burgers, bites, and cold delights. I love it when I get to rhyme. I feel like uh, <laughs> Dr. Seuss on the podcast. Don't skip the must-try BLC burger, pink fries, frozen peach club special, and rotating custard flavor of the month. Located directly west of Paycom Center, Spark is the best spot to hit before or after a Thunder game. It's real simple, folks. If you park on the west side of the arena to go to a game, you should eat at Spark. If you park on the east side of the arena before the game, you should hit Dave's. It's very convenient, super close, great food, and you will still get to the game on time because they are very efficient. We all know two scoops or even three scoops of custard is better than one, so be on the lookout for Spark Location 2 and 3 coming to Chisholm Creek and Nichols Hills later this summer. Taylor, we've had a lot of people from out of town tell us they're coming down for Thunder Games at some point, maybe the playoffs, and that they plan on hitting Spark and Dave's. Correct. We absolutely love to hear it. I was eating lunch at Spark on Thursday with those incredible pink truffle 
surprise that the special uh, secret pink sauce. I just thought if you can make those pink, why not make them blue for the Thunder, Thunder Blue? Can you imagine Thunder the prize blue. that would sell? Yeah, right. I'm I'm there. We will be back in just a moment. Stay with us. So, Jacob, you were touching on the bench, and obviously we won't go player by player. That uh, phrase saw... out of context is wild. <laughs> you were touching on the bench. You were touching on the bench. Um, but I think we would be remiss if we didn't talk about one player specifically in the rookie, Cason Wallace, who I thought just had a phenomenal game. Dog. Dog. 13 points, five rebounds. One assist, five of seven from the four from the floor, three of five from three and twenty-two minutes, leading the bench in minutes. Uh, he has he sorry. Oh, he didn't have any silver blocks. That actually shocks me. I thought he had more than that. Regardless, Kaysen was just phenomenal, just making some fantastic reads. We got to see him on ball a little more there in the second half, which we haven't gotten to see a ton of. Like, I just keep thinking about this, and I tweeted out, Jacob. But I feel like Kaysen is such a solid role player already in his first year in the league, and we are just scratching the surface of his potential. Like, putting the ball in his hands more, which is so hard to do on this team, but there's just so much more opportunity for him to grow as an offensive player. And we already know what he can do defensively. Like the sky is the limit for Casey Wallace. And I'm really excited about him as I know the franchise is as well. Definitely. And these two games out of the break, he's just looked so much more comfortable in his own skin. Offensively looks like he's an absolute dog. I feel like offensively, he's kind of buttoned up a little bit. You know, he's very like, I'm going to just going to say some words that probably don't apply to basketball. He's like very like proper and like clean cut and never wants to do too much and doesn't want to show off and doesn't want to ISO and doesn't want to be that guy. And he's starting to like, he's got the top button unbuttoned now. <laughs> you know, he's rolled starting to flash that, that chain a little bit. He's rolled you know? the sleeves up a little Throw bit. Some fl- yeah. Like, he's, some he's, he's letting the hair down a bit and he's looking more comfortable which is awesome. Uh, I thought Queso was fantastic tonight. Um, I mean, Kenrich Williams comes in and bangs three threes in a row, which was incredible to see Um, him kind of getting back on track as well as Josh having a good game. And Taylor, the defense was fine. Offense still looks very uncomfortable. I thought that fourth quarter garbage time burn was actually really good for Gordon Hayward. Just to get comfortable. He hasn't played basketball in a while. Yep. Me and Gordon Hayward, both 33 years old and haven't played basketball (laughs) since Christmas. (laughs) We we are basically That is where the comparison ends. However, Um, it's a fair analogy. He's he's getting his feet back under him. I thought it was good. Not as tense, not in the the middle of a game when you're trying to win, but when it's put away. And again, you can kind of relax those shoulders a little bit. Him getting out there and running um, in that fourth quarter, I think was good. Kind of let him get a little more comfortable. I had a beautiful cut and dunk. Um, Yeah. Also had an airballed midi pull-up. So (laughs) it's kind of all over the place. (laughs) But it's going to take him five to ten games to really get uh, comfortable. But I think that fourth quarter went a long ways in that department. I continue to be 
optimistic, not necess- necessarily excited about his defensive impact, even when uh, prior to the garbage time minutes where he was in there and competing defensively, uh, he's able to provide on that end of the floor so far in these like two games, which is a extremely small sample size, obviously. But I agree. I like seeing him there in the garbage time. And I kind of wish we would have gotten to see Josh there with him, uh, especially with how well Josh was playing there in that second half. I think that could have been great for each of them to build chemistry, which is something I hope we see with the second unit moving forward into uh, the rest of the regular season and into the postseason as well. But regardless, it was nice to see him in there, especially with guys like, I mean, we were tweeting about this. I had people like messaging me about this, Jacob, the thunders garbage lineup or if whatever you want to call it, the, uh, the, that's very offensive, Taylor. I know, I know. What's what's the the word I'm looking for? The Not cleanup crew. Time. Cleanup crew. That's fine. That works. This team is so deep. Like that is a second unit lineup that they played there with like a minute left in the game for most NBA teams. It's just absurd. There's so much talent on this team. We are very very fortunate to watch it, and I, I can't wait to see how it all kind of comes together and develops here into the postseason. Definitely. We're going to take a trip through these comments real quick. I've starred a handful of them that have a sticker worthy potential before that though, Taylor tonight was thunder legacy night in the Paycom center. A lot of former, I would say a lot, a handful of former thunder players back in OKC back in their basketball home tonight to watch the game, spend the weekend together. The thunder have unveiled a legacy wall in the locker room. That's got, uh, I think, a picture, a signed picture maybe, of every player who's ever donned a Thunder jersey, which is really cool. Uh, Some notables who were in the arena tonight. Former defensive ace Tabo Cephalosha. Tabo. That was so uh, cool. I tweeted about it. Thunder don't make it to the NBA Finals if they don't switch Tabo on to Tony Parker in Game 3 of the Western Conference Finals. They were down 2-0 coming home for game three against the San Antonio Spurs. They take Russell Westbrook off of Tony Parker. They put Tabo Cephalosha on him, completely changed the tenor of that series and vaulted them to the Western Conference Finals. Uh, Other folks that were there, Desmond Mason. We saw Kyle Weaver. Naynad Kristich. There was a couple others I can't really remember. (laughs) The the uh, overall man himself. Oh, sorry. Is that what you were getting at? Oh, yeah. You got it. Take it away. (laughs) I mean, this man was dressed for the occasion, had the overalls on, looking as fly as ever. Best 15, number 15 in OKC Thunder history, Kyle Seymour. I hope he still drives the 2012 Ford Fusion that yes. I saw him in. I almost said Prius. You're right. It was a, a Incredible. Um, great guy. Glad he was there. But yeah. it w- really was a great collection of former NBA players. It was so cool to see Tabo there for him to get interviewed by Nick Gallo. Um, that was really great to see. And and for him and Nick Collison and Muhammad and so many other players to be able yep. to reunite from that era was really great to cool. see. Great to see. Um, uh, Griffey in here says he was legitimately happy. They saw a singular. Uh, the dude had a glow up. <laughs> All right, Taylor, we got some comments. First one, we got a super from our guy, Dan Q. Shout out Dan Q. Thank you, Dan. I don't know why you guys 
think about giving us money, but we appreciate it. He says, what even is Thunder Basketball without Poku? It's a great, it's nothing. It's nothing. This black hole. It's empty. He should have been. Two people should have been at Thunder Legacy Night. Alexei Pokashevsky, because he's now a legacy. <laughs> and the God amongst men, Dion Waiters. Hashtag get your weight up. Never forget Thank Dion. Thank you for the super comment, Dan Q. We appreciate you. Uh, Curtis says his wife is at work, so he's degenerating, degenerating out on full blast. Yes. Shout out, Curtis. It. Appreciate you joining in. Jason says, anyone else feel like Chet's trying to make a final push for rookie of the year? He's been doing it. Now the all-star break. Jake uh, I, and I have been talking about I the last two nights now. So. Yep. My guy, Brennan McGlasson, says, I feel so unbelievably happy about these games that it scares me <laughs> for the upcoming Brendan, home and home. I'm laughing because I had the same exact thought. Let's see if they can string three together. But honestly really hope they can string four together because that fourth game, if we're including the last two, uh, that second game against Houston is on TNT at 9 p.m. Central Time. Late game. I will be there. Will I'm be there. Yeah. Yeah. I am too. my pillow with me. Need them to uh, to pull that one off for sure in dominating fashion. Uh, our guy Nick Jordan Jr. says, my sis wants a Thunder Till I Die shirt from you guys. Well, Nick, do I have good news for you? If you head over to cottonbureau.com, search the uncontested podcast, we do have a Thunder Till I Die shirt up there. So go snag you one. Uh, somebody else had, here we go. Nick also said, do you guys uh, have hoodies? Again, cottonbureau.com. I got my Chetty's, Chetty's Burger Bird. dress hoodie on tonight. Every there, single design is in hoodies, t shirts, sweatshirts, um, sweatshirts. Turnex. I think onesies. Yep. Rest in peace to the Poku onesies. Um, so, Nick, go hit up cottonbureau.com. It's actually linked in our YouTube page. George says, we were close to matching the Western All-Star score tonight. <laughs> no kidding. Kieran, is it just me, or has Giddy looked a lot more engaged defensively lately? I think he's always been engaged. The issue I think he's played is... more physical since the break. Right, right. I think the issue is... Teams putting him in certain positions, like switching uh, the the pick and roll where he's on a, another big, and he just continues to get attacked over and over. Um, but he's been much better these past two games for sure. And a lot of that comes down to Mark Dagnall and the Thunder putting him in positions to uh, succeed on that end of the floor. Definitely. Um, Daniel is in here. He says, you guys, I am a first-time degenerate. What a game. Yes. I love that. So this is the second first time degenerate and back to back uh post game stream. And if you, if you are listening to a stream for the first time or a YouTube video for the first time, referring to people as degenerates is literally the highest form of flattery for this podcast. Correct. You've been initiated, Daniel. Welcome to the uncontested well, degenerates. Welcome to the cult, buddy. <laughs> We drink Kool-Aid right before every game. Uh, and we Daniel, Poku. Daniel gets a sticker uh, for being a first-time. Yes, I love it. Welcome, Daniel. Ben Alpers read our mind. He said, the Thunder should have invited Poku to Legacy Night. <laughs> Look, Poku, you've been waved, but we'd love to have you in the stands. And then lastly, <laughs> our guy Griffey says, don't sell Jacob short. He and Gordon are also Wait. both shockingly handsome. 
uh, he also had uh, that. That was a follow up to his original comment, which was, "Oh wait, sorry. Uh, where'd it go? Dang it! Do not Anyways, know. Uh, that was a follow up. He had a really good comment before that. I can't find it now. Sorry, Griffey. Well, <laughs> I've got to pick three people to give stickers to. Dan, the man with the super comment. You get a sticker." Dan, if you'll slide into the DMs on Instagram or Twitter and shoot us your address, uh, or you can also email us. I think the email address is on the YouTube page. Um, Daniel, being the first-time degenerate, get stickers. Daniel, same thing. Slide in the DMs or send us an email. And Griffey, you are the one person who hasn't made fun of my bald head and gassed (laughs) the shit out of me on the podcast. You get a sticker, my friend. So DM us or... Uh, slide in the email. Uh, Sean desperately wants stickers for his Poku song. Uh, Sean, <laughs> I absolutely refuse um, to give you stickers for that. And Ibrahim is in here saying he got his stickers at his door a few days ago, and they're proudly represented on his laptop. That's awesome. Julian says, I'm still bald. Julian, go to hell, my friend. Goodness. Thank you guys for tuning into the Young Contested Podcast. We super, super appreciate you listening in. If you're in the live stream, you know we love you. The degenerates go hard. Drop that like on the YouTube video. If you're watching the YouTube video over the weekend, also drop the like, please. If you're listening to the podcast version of this, thanks for doing that. Leave a five-star rating on your podcast platform of choice. Follow us on social media and come hang out with us Sunday night at 9 p.m. Central Time. That will be after the conclusion of the Thunder at the Houston Rockets. We'll be live for our weekly show. The whole team will be here. We're going to have a lot of fun, hopefully talking about a Thunder win against the Rockets, capping off a perfect 3-0 week that only one person (laughs) had in their predictions this week, I will say. You guys have a great weekend. Enjoy it, especially if you're like around this part of the country where it's going to be freaking beautiful this weekend. Get out, touch some grass, have a good time. And then come join us for uh, Sunday at 9 p.m. Central Time. Until then, and as always, thunder up. Thunder up. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.